part of what I watched this morning is this, this man said, you know, we're telling this generation they can do anything, which is, you know, uh, he was saying, you know, which is absolutely incorrect. There are limits all over the place. I think you would argue, no, no there aren't. The sky, no, 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 no. Who is he? No. <laughs> I'm not going to name him just as we'll protect the innocent or yeah. the guilty for a moment. Yeah. But um, The sky is the limit. You can do anything that you want to do. There's... There's so many stories of famous people and really influential influential people who started off from nothing and made something from nothing. Okay, hi folks, and welcome to the Undo Anxiety Podcast. Um, as always, I am so grateful for you protecting time to be here. I am Dr. John Duffy. I am your host today. Um, and the idea behind Undo Anxiety is... We're going to share our stories. We're going to eliminate taboos, um, hopefully make each other feel a little bit, bit better, far less alone than we would have otherwise, and undo some of the undue anxiety that we all suffer from time to time. Um, I've had an interesting morning here um, before my guest arrived. Um, I was watching a, a video that you may have seen online. It's about 10 or 15 minutes long, and it's a young man talking to... Um, a convention he's being interviewed and he's talking about the generation of young people coming up and um, and how we are either con consciously or unconsciously raising this generation of um, kind of self-centered teenagers who are very focused on themselves and their phones and don't tolerate a lot of frustration don't really consider others very well and um there was something about this, you know, he, he was being roundly applauded and there was something about this that kind of bothered me. So I want you to just kind of hold that thought in your mind and let's see if um, the reason it bothers me becomes apparent in the next half hour or so. Um, in the meantime, I'm going to introduce um, my guest to you. Um, her name is Erica Lofton and Erica is the founder and CEO of a group called Girls in Action. And part of the, she'll clarify some of this for us, but part of her um, charter is to mold the next generation of female leaders. She is leading a powerful movement against youth violence. Um, she recently gave a talk called Building Bridges Between Youth and Law Enforcement, so trying to bridge that big gap. Um, and she was uh, last year honored by Vice President Joe Biden for her efforts to fight crime in the Milwaukee area. Um, and, uh, and even did some partnering with the police department and the department of corrections up in Milwaukee. Um, Erica, welcome. Hello. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> Thank you for having me. So, so what I haven't told people is your age. Do you mind sharing with my audience how old you are? Sure. I'm 15 years old. 15 years old. When did you start this, this movement? When did you start Girls in Action? Oh, so that's a really interesting story, actually. Um, Girls in Action started back in 2008 as a playgroup when I was seven years old. And so back then I didn't know what, like, what an organization was mm -hmm. or, like, things like that. And so we would just hang out. I would just have my friends come over, and we would hang out, and we would just play. But I had role models like my mom and my aunt and my grandma who were so prominent and they were so powerful and I wanted to teach other girls how to be like them because they were such good leaders. And I knew that I was gonna be a leader so I wanted to uplift other girls so they can become leaders too. You were seven years old? 
Yes. How does a seven-year-old girl <laughs> have any idea that she wants to be a leader? Like, did, were you kind of naturally a leader amongst your peers? I, I would like to say so. Uh -huh. I feel like I was an... I feel like I was a natural leader, like standing up to, like small things like standing up to bullies or things like that at school. Um, I would like to say that I was a natural leader. Yeah, yeah. So since 2008, when you were seven and mm -hmm. probably what, maybe first grade or so, yeah. well, how have things evolved since then? Like, you know, what, what kind of a kid have you been through grade school and now in high school? Um, so like I said before, just, I feel like I was a natural leader and I feel like I still am a natural leader. Yeah. Um, I went to Mesmer Prep School um, from K-4 to third grade, and then I went to Milwaukee College Prep to fourth to eighth. And I feel like Milwaukee College Prep has helped me enhance my leadership skills because their motto is um, character plus knowledge leads the way to college. And so I feel like their principles instilled in me more of a leadership, right. leader, more of a leadership persona, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then that eventually allowed me to get a full-ride scholarship to University School of Milwaukee, and that's one of the top schools in the nation. And so I was really excited about that for high school. That's amazing. And so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I feel like my hard work has paid off. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. So I, I, if I heard you right, character plus knowledge is college, mm -hmm. right? So that's probably up on the walls somewhere yeah. of that school where you were from fourth through eighth mm -hmm. grade, right? Yeah. So... I'm thinking, how many people did you graduate with from eighth grade? Um, well, all of us graduated middle school. Right, so I right. think it was like fifth, around 50 students. Okay, so. Yeah, a little more than 50. Maybe even more yeah. than 50. Okay, so 50, 60 students. Mm -hmm. um, and I would imagine there's a good number of leaders and really good kids in there. Yeah. Um, but, but I can, there, there are high schools around here where there are similar mottos. I see that, you know, that, that's not an uncommon mm -hmm. set of words. And for some people, that's just meaningless. It's stuff that's painted yeah. on the walls or something we say at assemblies or something like that. The, to, to watch you say it, it, it sinks in. It, it mm -hmm. means something to you, right? Yeah, it does. Um, what did your parents do so right <laughs> that, that, that those words sink in and mean something and, and actually lead to not just like hard work, and I assume mm -hmm. you're a good student, yeah. right? But like activism, like I want to do something different. I want to change the world now mm -hmm. while I'm young. Yeah, um, I feel like my parents are very supportive. Like anything that I wanted to do when I was young, you think I'm busy now, but when I was younger, I was so busy. <laughs> I was in tap dance, I was in karate, I did other sports, I was in track then, but then I fell and I stopped. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> But I was anything that I wanted to do or anything that I found interesting, they supported me and they didn't like say, no, I don't think you can do it. You're probably too small. They allowed me. Yeah, they allowed right, right. me to do those things. And I feel like that's a main component to have that strong support system. I say that a lot in my um, in my workshops for that I do for youth in Milwaukee. You have to have a strong support system to push you to do what you want to do so you can become what you want to become. It's no small thing, right? I mean, yeah. um, being being told that you can do anything you want to do. Mm -hmm. uh, part of what I watched this morning, this, this this man said, you know, we're telling this generation they can do anything, which is, you know, uh, he was saying, you know, which is absolutely incorrect. There are limits all mm -hmm. over the place. I think you would argue, no, no there aren't. The sky, no, 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 no. Who is he? No. <laughs> I'm not going to name him just as we'll protect the innocent or yeah. the guilty for a moment. Yeah. But um, The sky is the limit. You can do anything that you want to do. There's 
there's so many stories of famous people and really influential influential people who started off from nothing and made something from nothing. And so I feel like there's no limit to what you want to be, especially if you're young, mm -hmm. because we're smart and we're innovative and we have so many bright ideas. You can do, we can do anything. So adults, <laughs> parents, teachers listening to us here, pause for a moment and think about those words. You know, we are smart, we're innovative, we're, we're thinking, we care, we're mm -hmm. empathic, right? And, and we can do anything, yeah. you know? It's important, I think now, in this point in history yes. in particular, yes. that, that your generation know that you can do anything mm -hmm. because I think there's a lot you have to do. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've left you with we some have, things yeah, that need to be repaired. Yeah, we have a lot of work that needs to be done. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, okay, so do you, do you mind describing for me? So you do these workshops for mm -hmm. youth. Can you describe what one of those is like? Um, yeah, so I have two. I can, can I start from the beginning? You can. So um, I have two um, branches of Girls in Action. Okay. So I have Girls in Action with the S, and that's the nonprofit. That's the charity. That's where we meet every first Sunday of the month. And then we have Girls in Action with the Z, which is the business. And that's where I have a curriculum. And I go into different schools, and um, I teach the curriculum. I also do workshops. I do keynote speeches, and I also sing. And so that's where most of that money goes to the charity. And so I make that money, and then it goes to the charity. And so an example of a workshop would be, well, it basically depends on what the event is, what they want me to come in for. And it's mostly for youth, so it's not just for girls. It can be for boys and girls. Okay. Um, I do. I've done workshops on violence. Um, I've done panel discussions on um, carjackings and things like that in Milwaukee because that was really big. Mm -hmm. um, earlier in the year. Yeah. Um, I also do leadership workshops. Um, I just recently did a leadership workshop for university. It's Y-O-U University. Oh, got it, got yeah. it. Okay, yeah. 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 <laughs> and it's for young entrepreneurs who want to create their own business. And so I was there, and I gave a workshop on how and um, how to create your own business and how to keep up your image, your self-image, so people can see you. And they know, hey, that's I know them. They're really good. They have a really good business. I'm going to go to them. Right. And so um, I just basically use my experience and help and teach other people um, how they can apply that to their businesses. And it's broad, huh? It's about building mm -hmm. business. Yes. It's about entrepreneurship, and it's about violence and and curbing that. Mm -hmm. um, uh, how do you know what the advice is? You know, so so we're in Chicago here. We're just outside the mm -hmm. city, um, mm -hmm. and there are headlines in the paper today about how rampant violence is yeah. and how it's gotten worse this year. And you know, and we have. Um, the old police commissioner meeting with the new police commissioner and the mayor today to try to figure out mm -hmm. what to do about this. You know, um, do you feel like maybe some of you adults are missing the boat and, and the answers might be, you know, in the youth and, and more apparent than you think? Yeah, yeah, I feel that a lot sometimes. I feel like us youth are kind of sheltered in some type of way. Like there's a barrier between us and then like the authoritative figures. Yes. Um, I feel like sometimes, and it's not true for everywhere and it's not true for every woman, that sometimes we're like held back. But I also know that that's not true because in Milwaukee we have a Milwaukee Youth Common Council and right. I represent District 2 on, on that. So the youth are very much involved, but I feel like it's not as easy to access it, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. And so being being um, one of those few youths, even in Milwaukee, that mm -hmm. has a voice, right? Yeah. With 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 the um, 
the powers that be. What is your, you know, I'm wearing one of your bracelets here. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so and, and, and clearly you have ideas about, and, and the vice president talked about your yeah. ideas about curbing violence. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I watched part of the end, I think, of one of your talks where you got the whole audience chanting what I think is on here. Yeah. Do you mind telling people yeah. what's on here? <laughs> I, it's a pledge bracelet. It says, I don't commit violence. I speak out against it. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you get people to say this. Yes. Yes, as a mantra, as, a, as an important mm-hmm. set of it's words. As a pledge. Right? As a pledge. Yes. I love that. Um, and those, the idea that people hold themselves to a pledge must feel to you like part of the answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Because I say this all the time when I make people say the pledge at like different events. Um, when you take a pledge, you have to hold up to it. And so if you're taking a pledge and you're just like, and it's just loosey-goosey, it doesn't matter. And so once you put the word pledge in front of something, it makes them feel like not important. Well, yeah, important. It makes mm-hmm. it feel important because it is. It does. You're it's, right. Yeah. That word empowers the, yeah. the words mm-hmm. somehow, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, it, it adds brings more weight to them. To it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oomph is the right word. Oomph is the right word. Right. So, so, um, so you, you pledge was... That was a deliberate mm-hmm. thought yes. on your part. Yes. Violence prevention pledge bracelets. Yeah, because I noticed that people seem to get excited saying yeah. the words, right? You want, and that that's what you're looking for mm-hmm. to some extent. Yeah. And the more and more you say it, the more you believe it. Yeah. And so yeah, that's yeah, yeah. what I try to get across. Yeah. Say the words again for me, if you don't mind. I don't commit violence. I speak out against it. I don't commit violence. I speak out against it. I I I love that. It's not. And what, I don't. I'm sorry. No, I don't want to. I don't want to take. The heat from the girls, because the girls came up with that. In Girls in Action, um, one of our members was actually shot and killed on a playground. And um, we that was when we were just like, we have to do something. We can't just sit here idly, because that's what we do. We're leaders. Mm-hmm. We lead. And so the girls came up with that slogan, and they had the idea to put it on a bracelet and pass it around to people in the community. So that wasn't all me. Right, and right, so right. I don't want to put the light on me. It was... Our youth, it was other girls who came up with this smart idea. Because, like I said, we're smart and we're innovative. And <laughs> right, right, That right. smartness got us to the White House. Yes, so right. And got you I, to like kind, of, kind of deliver your message yeah. nationally, right? Yeah. Like, so not just like, you know, locally in Milwaukee, but mm-hmm. you feel like that was exposure. Yes. Um, and that was, was that the important part? I mean, it must have been really cool mm-hmm. to meet the vice president yeah, at that moment. But you wanted to spread a word here. Yes, yeah. definitely. And I, I appreciate your humility and, and, and the point that, hey, this isn't, you know, this isn't just me. Mm-hmm. This is a movement. This is, yeah. um, it's interesting to me, the idea of girls. So so you said, like, um, somebody you knew, a friend of yours was, mm-hmm. was killed, huh? Yes. How old were you when this happened? Um, what year was that? It was a few years ago now. Three years ago, so. What was that like? Twelve. It was really bad. She was actually a member of Girls in Action, oh and my so gosh. she went to we were that was when we were in the schools teaching our curriculum, and so she was a member in Girls in Action. So we saw her once a week. And wow. So, yeah, and she was a really good leader too. She always volunteered to help out. She wanted to be a teacher when she got older, but mm. that got taken away from her because of the violence in right. Milwaukee, and so that's where it really hit home. Because you would hear different stories on TV about other youth getting shot and other people getting killed, but it doesn't really hit you until somebody that you know and that you know is a really good person gets affected by it. 
and we knew her whole family afterwards, and it was just really hard. Oh my gosh, it's, it sounds just awful. Yeah. And and you're right, like um, you know, I in scanning the newspaper today, you know, they they talked about how many shootings there were in Chicago, how many deaths mm -hmm. there were. Um, they actually mentioned Milwaukee and some other cities in mm -hmm. the area too, and. In a way, unless unless you know somebody or you yeah. felt it somehow, it's mm -hmm. just numbers. You know what I mean? It's just numbers and and names that just flash by yeah. so quickly. And these are lives, right? And so and then you start and you, then you start to realize like the other people that you hear on the news, like oh my goodness, they have families too. Let me reach out to them. Oh my goodness, they have families because we knew her family. We knew right. her mom. We knew her sister. We knew her dad. And so you just get in the mindset and you're just like, wow. I, I understand what you're going through. Let mm -hmm. me help you. Let me help you make a change. And you really do because you knew this person, you yeah. knew this girl. Um, one thing that struck me this morning is that so much violence is perpetuated by my my gender, not yours. You know, <laughs> um, and and it's interesting to me that you um, and I and I heard you mention earlier like there are boys involved <laughs> in some of your workshops and mm -hmm. things too. Yeah. But this is this is. Um, your, your work seems to be focused on girls. Like, do you feel like part of the answer lies in the female gender more than the male? Or is there a reason that you focus on girls as opposed to? I focus on, well, it's called Girls in Action, and it started off with girls, but I focus on the youth. Yeah. Um, I also focus on the girls because it's a given that um, we are, I feel like we're not appreciated as much as we should be. And I feel like they're, aren't as many as as many female leaders that there should be and there don't get me wrong there's a whole lot of female leaders in history now mm -hmm. um but i feel like girls get pushed down sometimes because they because like the beauty standard things like that and they feel like that they can't do things and i want to show them what self-esteem and that's part of our mission statement um, that they can do anything, any, yeah. that, that, that they can do anything that a man can do. They can yeah. become a fire, um, a police officer, they, become, they can become a firefighter, they can become a CEO of their own company, that they can do anything that a man can do. And that's not, and I'm not, I don't like to say that I'm separating the two, but I've, that's, our, that's, my, my, that's my main you know, go to. But I also focus on the youth as a whole too. Yep, yep, yeah. no, I, I hear you. Um, and it's it's um, heartening to sit across from you because you're 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 such a big charismatic inspirational figure Thank for you. for not a, for a tiny person. <laughs> but I um, knew it was gonna come. It comes all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you are you're a powerhouse. But you know, um, I, I interviewed a, a young woman not that long ago, um, mm -hmm. and and she said. Um, she had some of the same concerns that, that you just expressed. Um, she goes to the University of Illinois here. She's a, um, she's brilliant. She's mm -hmm. um, a, a broadcaster. She is a reporter. Um, she focuses on sports more than anything else, but she feels like there's a limit to how far I can go. Um, you know, um, and I'm hoping that those ceilings, those glass ceilings mm -hmm. get broken, you know, um, yeah. so that I can reach my potential because I'm as bright as any of the guys here, yeah. you know, for sure. Um, and I think your point is, yeah, I mean, we're mm -hmm. still in a male-centric yes. world in Very so many so. ways. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you're looking to shift that a little bit yes. and just even things out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yet I don't hear um, anger. You don't seem vitriolic. No. You, you seem like no, matter just, of fact. Yeah. I just, 
want people to realize that we're human too and we can do anything like you can yeah. like not bashing you or anything but we no, can no, do no. anything you can right and no and there's yeah. no doubt about it mm -hmm. um this young woman I, i'm going to press this just a little bit and see what you think um she would argue hey as genders we might have different strengths but mm -hmm. we women have some strengths that you guys don't have you know and yeah. part part of her point was some sometimes with men in leadership positions ego and competition becomes such a part of the deal and and she was arguing with women that's less likely to be the case we're we're more likely to lead for the common good and maybe that's a maternal thing we were kind mm -hmm. of arguing debating that um but but somehow we're, we're looking for the common good sometimes you guys are looking just to win something you know mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and uh, what, do you, what do you think of that do you think there's some truth to that in terms um, of the well, differences in the genders i'm not a psychologist or anything but i feel like that we do have different strengths i agree with that yeah um i'm, I'm not sure about the maternal thing you can ask my mother <laughs> she's a psychologist right but um i feel like i don't know i'm not sure about that um that's just because I don't have knowledge on that type of thing. But I feel like we do have different strengths when it comes to um, leadership roles. Like, we bring different things to the table. But that's for anybody. Right. I feel like that's for anybody. Right, right. So that's kind of an individual by yeah. individual thing as far as you're concerned. Give me an idea of what your vision is. So, so you know, if uh, t take, take Girls in Action five years into the future or ten. Like, you know, what do you, what do you want to see happen, you know, long term for this thing? Well, I would like to see, hmm. it's kind of hard to put into words because I see a lot of things, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I would just, yeah, <laughs> I would just like to see youth be able to have a voice um, and not be afraid to have that voice. Because a lot of people, a lot of youth have a lot of ideas, but they're just afraid to say it because of what other people may say. So... Ten, five, ten years from now, I'd like to see youth have more of a voice when it comes to decision making. Um, also, I would like to see a lot more girl CEOs, a lot of more girls going to really great colleges and striving for what they believe in and yeah. striving and teaching other girls that. It's like a trickle down effect. That's right, what I want. Right, I right. want to start up here and reach more girls. So just reach as many girls that I can with my message of leadership and, and and you're looking to inspire girls i can feel that do mm -hmm. you feel like it's important that you're a model that you know like you know um in, in order to lead effectively do you think you you have to kind of like live it like through and through yeah but yeah definitely but you also people make mistakes too and so i use that in my workshops um i I make mistakes because I'm human, and that also that can be used as, as power because people can see, oh, she's just like me. I can do that too. Yeah. She makes mistakes like me. She posts things on social media like me. We're pretty much the same, and so that can help them and propel them to do the same thing that I'm doing because I'm not that different. Right, and 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 it's it's such a good point. Like mm -hmm. you know. Uh, all of us, we screw things up all yeah. the time, right? You know, and, and if we don't have permission to do that, or if we put you on a pedestal and we think like, well, I can't be like Erica, you know, like yeah. you don't want no. people thinking I don't, that. I can no, tell. No, that's the, that's one of my main fears is that people will be like, oh, I can't do what she's doing. She's her, but right. I'm, that I'm just me. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to say. <laughs> right. I just don't want people to feel like that, 
that they can't do things because they can. And I keep saying that. I don't know how to alliterate it more, but I think I hope people get the point. I, I don't think know. the point is very, very clear. <laughs> yeah. So, so let me ask. Can I ask a couple questions just about your life? Sure. So you are um, you're you're an activist. You're you're a CEO. You you run two organizations really. Mm-hmm. Um, you're a speaker and you're mm-hmm. uh, a singer and a songwriter. You're an athlete as well, mm-hmm. um, and you're a student. Yes. Um, do you get? What do you do for fun? Like, do you, <laughs> do you ever hang out? Like, you know, like, you know Actually, are you on Instagram? What do you, I mean, yes. what do you play? I do a lot of that. I get that question a lot. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah, I do a lot of hanging out. Actually, I just went to the mall with my friend Elise not too long ago, a few days ago, actually. Yes, I do have an Instagram account. Um, <laughs> yes, um, I hang out. I go to parties. Actually, I'm um, planning my birthday, my sweet 16 birthday party, and that's going to be a lot of fun. But all the things that I do, I like, I like what I do. And so that's fun for me. It's fun, like, helping other people. Yeah. <laughs> um, track is fun. I love track. Basketball is fun. Um, when we're, when me and my mom are on the road, we always turn up the music and have fun. So it's just everything, you have to have a nice balance yeah. of things. And if you don't like what you're doing, I say don't do it. <laughs> do right, what right, you right. like to do and make money from it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> basically. And there are people I, yeah. who would say that's not possible, right? Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. we've all heard that. Mm-hmm. Would you say no? There, the, the, those two things can marry up. You, yeah. you can do what you want to do, and you can make a living mm-hmm. doing it. Yeah, and I like to use my mom as a really great example because she started off with the job that, she that was really stressful for her and she went into something she went back to school and she went into something that she wanted to do which was psychology Mm -hmm. and so now she has her own (laughs) she has her own thing going on with p taylor consulting shout out um (laughs) (laughs) good shout out for mom yes so i you (laughs) can if you if you you can change anything into entrepreneurship or business if you like dancing start your own dance group if you like singing, um, go around and sing around the community or teach kids how to sing or do like, I don't know, just give back. If you give back with what you love, things will come to you naturally. Do you think it's important also to think about like what your strengths are, what your gifts are, you know, um, is this, it, it, or do you feel like, no, y- you know, anybody can do anything? Or do you feel like, no, some of us are blessed with certain things and some of us are blessed with other things? Yeah, you you have to know what your strengths are Mm -hmm. in order to succeed. Because if you are going into something that you don't know anything about, you're not going (laughs) to succeed at it. Unless, I don't know, unless you learn about it, but I don't know. I feel like if you're strong in an area and you like doing that, you pursue that because you're good at it. So... um, I don't ask many, I know a lot of 15-year-olds for a guy my age, but mm-hmm. I don't ask many this question. Do you do you know what you want to do? Do you know, like, can you picture, like, years from now what you'd like to do for a living? Mm-hmm. Um, I actually want to go into law and become an attorney and hopefully be part of Congress. I know that's, like, a really big picture, but that's my main goal. Um, I was looking into politics but I'm not sure about that. So the first thing, because everybody's a lawyer, so the first thing, <laughs> <laughs> the first thing I want to do is become an attorney yes. and see where that leads me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But definitely keep up with Girls in Action and think and everything that I do now. Yeah. 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 And 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 you can picture like Congress and. Mm-hmm. Um, it was not lost on me that the vice president 
called you Madam, Madam President. President. <laughs> I know. I, it keeps replaying in my head. It was crazy. I can imagine. Yeah. Is, is there any aspiration there? We thought we might have a Madam President this year, and it didn't happen. Do you yeah. picture like, well, maybe, maybe that's my job? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. We'll have to see. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> do you mind telling me what No Time Left is? Yes. So it is a song that I wrote after I heard about the Trayvon Martin incident. Mm-hmm. Um, so I saw it on the news and I got really sad. I don't know what year I wrote that song. It does, I don't think it really matters. Oh, I just might not. yeah, it's about it happened about three years ago. I yeah, think, right. So around yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wrote the song after I saw it on the news, mm-hmm. and I just um, coupled that with the violence prevention bracelets, and so I've performed it around at different events that they wanted me to come sing at. Is it hard to sing about something so brutal? Some, you know what I mean? Something so awful and so preventable? Um, I don't think, I'm not sure if it's hard. I just, it's emotional hmm. because, I don't know, it's just really emotional. But I do it, I, I use, like I said before, I use that as a strength right. for people to see what's going on in our society. Yeah, yeah, no, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, if, you, if you had to distill your message down, you know what a TED Talk is where you know, mm-hmm. people kind of give Yeah, the, I love TED you, Talk. So, so, so if, you had, if you were giving your TED Talk and mm-hmm. you, you had just a few minutes to, to give your message to you know, girls everywhere, people everywhere, mm-hmm. what, what do you think your core message is? I have a lot of messages, actually. <laughs> um, I feel like my core message would be to support your youth because without support, you, I feel like they, without somebody helping them or backing them on something, they feel like that they can't do anything. Mm-hmm. So if they have somebody behind them pushing them on, and sometimes you don't even need that. It's just like a phone call. Hey, how are you doing? What are you doing? What are you up to? Um, just support our youth because we need it a lot, especially in times like these. We need support. We need somebody to push us to tell us that we can change things. Yes. And I said I said this a whole lot throughout this whole interview. You can do anything. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. So I I love those two messages, and I like I like that thought of you know reach out to youth and not mm-hmm. just when they're doing something you don't like them doing or mm-hmm. something just to check in right. with them you right and 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 respect them mm-hmm. as human beings right so yeah. kind of circling back to the beginning this idea that your generation is this kind of listless lazy <laughs> self-centered generation that lacks empathy mm-hmm. um, what is your retort to this man i'm talking about <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. You can take a deep breath. Woosa. <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> um, one, that is not true. And we may be on our computers and on our phones, but we may be creating an app that helps somebody else. We may be um, contributing to society through social media because, you know, Facebook is a thing. <laughs> and... <laughs> We're smart, and so treat us as such. And if, and I don't know, just bye. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> it's not true at all. So, yeah. I, I love like that. I like that last part. We're smart. We we care. Treat yeah, us. Yeah, we, tr- you know, we care. Recognize that, yes, right? Rec- then recognize. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so sometimes I think you guys care more than we did at your age. And when I sit across from you, I'm in 
you should know this. I'm in awe. I mean, you, you know, at 15, you are one of my very few heroes all of a sudden. So I, I so appreciate you taking the time to join me here. Thank you for having me. I hope to talk to you again sometime. Definitely. And you've got something else coming up as well. Yes, I do. I have a fundraiser that's coming up on January 28th called 16 Ways to Celebrate Diversity. And so basically what that is is that we're going to be honoring 16 different people that I've worked with who have contributed to society and our community in different um, categories that you know pertain to me. So like sports, entertainment, entrepreneurship. And so um, we're going to do that and then we're gonna have like 16 or eight different um, food types um, from different ethnicities there so it's just all pursuing diversity because that's very important and people need to appreciate different diversities different um, ethnicities um, and so yeah that's what I'm having coming up for my I love 16. that so 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 that's another another part of your mission is diversity and acceptance and mm -hmm. inclusion huh? yes Inclusion. Very cool. Okay, and that and that is January twenty eighth. January twenty eighth. Um, we have tickets on sale for sixteen dollars. Um, you can go to our Facebook page. Well, my Facebook page, which is Erica Lofton CEO, and then you can send me a message, or we may have a link on there already where you can buy your ticket. Um, it's in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So if you're in Chicago, you may not be able to come. But it's you a can, quick. It's you a pretty quick drive. Yeah, I've done a it a few drive. times. Yeah. Um, yep. It's going to be at Cardinal Stretch um, in Milwaukee. Okay. Yeah. All right, so consider that, folks. Yeah. <laughs> you can find this podcast online at iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, LiveLeadPlay.com, which is affiliated with IPEC Coaching School, and WGN+. On my website, there's a free parenting program, uh, drjohnduffy.com. If you are a parent, I strongly encourage you to check that out. Uh, some really good ideas there. Um, if you have thoughts or ideas uh, for this podcast or if you or someone you know would like to be a guest on this podcast, uh, please email me at johngduffy at drjohnduffy.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you next time on the Undo Anxiety Podcast.